0: Hey everybody, and welcome to... Believe it or not. This is the quarantine version, uh, so we're not, me and Damien aren't in the same place. No, so, it's, uh, uh,
1: believe it or not.
0: Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, not even in the same room. We're not even in the same, well, we're in the same city.
1: We are in the same, different sides of the city, though. Dif-
0: different, yeah. It's true. East side, yeah.
1: west side. East side, side
0: west side, yeah. Uh, north side, I'm kind of like north north side north of the wall uh, uh the
1: wall what wall uh Bloor. oh they call that the yeah, wall. yeah
0: so like people a lot of people just won't go north of the wall and then won't go east of like the dvp the dvp yeah
1: yeah which is so, where i am so
0: yeah yeah we're the um outcasts in toronto i so. mean so
1: i'm fine with that
0: yeah so damien you're uh you're not working right, no,
1: right now uh no How's that been? It's been something. Let me tell you. I pulled up at home for a couple of weeks now.
0: Yeah, with the Jagoffs. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm working uh, nonstop, constantly, uh, yeah. and uh, and it's it's getting better. It was kind of hell for a while, but I'm like, I'm, you know, getting into the groove. I wouldn't say I'm liking it, but I'm getting into the groove of of the pandemic uh, work situation.
1: <laughs> what uh, what was so hard about it?
0: Well, because it's like we went from 20 people in front of house to one or two. Right. Um, so it is a lot slower, but it also like you still get those mad rushes where you have to punch in orders, make drinks, run food from the kitchen do the front and then like, yeah, it's just, it it can get a little insane, but you know what? uh, I guess I was born for this.
1: (laughs) I I guess so. (laughs) Well, you're one of our essential workers, I guess, Trev, so.
0: I guess so, yeah. Uh, Uh, Not me, and I'm fine with that. Yeah.
1: Really? Really?
0: Oh, yeah. You know what? I, I stepped up to the plate and I'm giving people their veggie burgers and their... Salads, yeah, yeah, and they're uh, you know really making a difference. Like I'm on par with like the nurses and doctors right now.
1: I've always so said that know. about you. Yeah. On par yeah. with doctors and nurses.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Not so. You know, it's a pandemic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's also Easter today when this episode comes out. Oh, H- happy Easter, everybody! Oh,
1: happy Easter. Did you um, catch a catch a rabbit for the occasion? Hmm
0: that's yeah <laughs> catch a rabbit cut it open for its eggs yeah um yeah i guess that's the only tradition we can keep going we can't go to visit our families and so i guess it's you really could, just the egg egg hunting
1: you could sanitize and hide some eggs yeah hmm.
0: yeah well, a couple of years ago i said on on easter i put on facebook that uh oh i found my eggs they were in my fridge and then my, uh, the first, first comment, comment my- was my sister going, isn't that where eggs are usually? So,
1: yeah. So, yeah. Um, actually last time I was at your house for your birthday, I hid some eggs around your house. Um, I forgot to hard boil them though. So you might, uh, want to watch when you find them.
0: Okay. That's what that smells, man. Yeah. Right. Oh, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. So today I thought, um, we would talk about God. And pandemics, oh,
1: he loves pandemics.
0: Uh, he loves pandemics, um obviously, you know, in the Bible, he uh loved his plagues. Mm-hmm. He's been he's a big fan of plagues. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really want to focus on that. I want to focus on like you know more uh as the Christian church comes about, what's its response to pandemics and and epidemics, and how does uh, how do people react to the church during those fun times, right? Okay, so the first thing I thought I'd uh, mention is in our missionary episode, we already discussed how just the act of being missionaries helps to spread diseases. yep, <laughs> so that's like already a, a tick against against the the organizations and if anyone um, is uh,
1: if anyone is paying attention to the news, they'll notice that uh, a lot of religious uh, organizations are still being. In some places being deemed essential services. So you're having gatherings of uh, people who should not be gathering gathering every week, Uh, a lot of them very vulnerable uh, segments of the community as well, a lot of elderly and uh, children and families. Even right there, even when you're not going on a missions trip, you're still gathering groups of people to cough all over each other.
0: Oh, yeah. Have you seen that CNN clip where they're interviewing people on their way into church about why they're still going to church? I haven't. No. Oh, it's insane. Like most people, like the first lady, she's like, because I am washed in the blood of the lamb. God will protect me from any disease that is out there. So God will just make you a carrier, I guess.
1: (laughs) I guess. Good for
0: him yeah it's really ridiculous my uh, my church that i grew up in they're just doing online church right now
1: yeah i mean uh, there are there to be fair there are a lot of churches and a lot of religious groups who are saying stay home it's not yeah. worth it so yeah good for them for for understanding the risks and making sure that their parishioners and everything know that as well but for yeah, the ones right. who aren't shame on you you horrible horrible people
0: yeah, go fuck yourselves. There, uh, did you see the one about the pastor who died from coronavirus after after having services?
1: No, but it makes sense.
0: Yeah, let's talk about the Black Death. Right. So that was, um, what, 1348, 1353 in that era. Killed 30 to 60% of Europe's population.
1: Mm-hmm. So they didn't so, need a vaccination for that, and that went away. Mm,
0: yeah, that's true. It just magically went away one day. I think when the weather, when it got warmer. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they, then they realized it was a hoax. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at that time, the church was, mm, had a lot to do with just how society was run and everything. So um the church did do some good things as far as trying to, to stop the outbreak and trying to quarantine people and stuff. But it was also people were kind of upset with the church because it's supposed to be this holy thing where you're talking to God and you have messages from God and he's, you know, the Pope's constantly giving like prophecies or whatever it is like edicts but never once did he predict that this disease would kill you know 30 to 60 percent of the population so so it caused a lot of questioning and it caused a lot of like yeah doubt in people and another thing was that the priests would go around and pray for people and there was like kind of That was like a nice hope for them. Like, oh, the priest is coming to pray for our sick family. And then the priest would get sick and die too. So it's like God's not even protecting his most holy servants or whatever. Another thing that I don't know how legit this is, but there's a theory that one of the reasons the Black Plague spread so fervently was because the Pope in 1232 said to kill all black cats. Yeah,
1: they were getting rid of the cats, thinking they were unlucky, but it was the fleas and the rats that were causing the problems, and the rats were the cats in check, and yeah, I've I've heard that theory before.
0: Yeah, and it actually, like, they didn't just kill black cats, they were really getting rid of cats in general. Yeah. Yeah. And that was another problem when the bubonic plague came back in the 1600s, was... Um, they thought that the cats and dogs were carrying it. So they got rid of all the cats and dogs and then that caused more rats to come in. And yeah, yeah. but that wasn't really religious. Um, and another thing, the the church actually had to step in during the Black Death um, and tell people to stop uh, blaming the Jews. What? Yeah. So people were, people said that the Jews were to blame for the Black Death and that it was, uh, they had to get rid of the Jews in their areas and stuff.
1: Did they not notice that they were probably also dying?
0: That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And another thing too, is that a lot of preaching at the time was saying that this was a punishment for sin. There was too much sin in the land and we needed to repent. And then the, the disease would go away. Which huh, I, mean, I mean,
1: it's very funny how that, uh, that through line continues today.
0: Oh, exactly. That's every, Every natural disaster, every disease, every outbreak, anything that happens where bad things happen, it's instead of saying, why does God allow it or whatever, or just realizing maybe he's not doing anything because he's not there. It's we're sinning and God's punishing us for that sin. It's It's, uh, a classic
1: victim blaming.
0: Oh, yeah. A hundred (laughs) percent.
1: Like, come on, guys.
0: And uh, and then, again, with the Great Plague of London, what's 1665? I didn't write down the date. Either way, it's like when the Black Death basically came back, um, that's when quarantine was really put into effect. And basically, uh, a house has that the disease. The church ordered them to lock it up, and they put a cross in front of the house. And then in the morning, they... They're all dead. And that's when that cart from Monty Python comes along saying, bring out the dead. Bring out your dead, which was like a real thing that would happen yeah. in, the, in the mornings. And They would just like go through and they'd look for the houses with, I th- think it was a red cross. And then they would say, bring out your dead. And then they'd just like get rid of all the dead bodies and get, get them out of the area or whatever. Gotta get rid of them. But then again, most of the preaching at the time was this is a punishment from God and... That, again that through line of God's punishing you and you're gonna you're we're paying for our pride and and all the whatever else yeah and uh, but then again people are questioning the church more and questioning like religious authority and stuff like that and a lot of people say that this did lead to better art <laughs> and better like exploration of right. like, like thinking and stuff because it's like once again, the church is telling us it's because of sin, well, maybe we'll actually start thinking for ourselves and try to figure out why this is happening. And so more studies went into diseases and how they worked and what was happening.
1: Well, yes, there's always going to be a little silver lining, I'm sure that that yeah. doesn't, that shouldn't take away from, you know, so many people dying. You could say mm-hmm. the same thing about most wars as well, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And then, um, there was a, I mean, there's been so many epidemics, so many um, things, yes. things throughout the years. A oh, little note, I was reading about the Philadelphia Yellow Fever, I think in the 1700s. And they actually believed that um, black people were immune to it, which turned out not to be true. But as a result, a number of uh, black people were trained to be nurses for the first time. And they would, uh, they were kind of on the front lines of it, which kind of helped in some people's mind, like, kind of push towards not equality, but at yeah. least, um, no more slavery. A little so, bit, so, anyway. But, um, yeah. And then, you know, there's cholera. There's all those things. And the church always plays a role in it and whatever. But i going to skip, gonna skip now to the AIDS crisis in the 80s. and, all right. and on And onward to uh, now, basically. The AIDS epidemic started. Uh, obviously, nobody knew what was going on, right? Right. And I think they called it the gay... Something the gay disease? What was it? The
1: uh, it's something, something like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so it was really just seen as this is just something in the gay community. So as a result, um, there was re- people were really slow to act to like do something about it. Oh,
1: there was there was such a stigma around it, right?
0: Exactly. And Christians were, and especially evangelicals, were definitely not helping with that at all. And it wasn't really until the mid '80s that um, some Christian denominations started pushing for more support and more like help within, like, for the AIDS crisis. Yeah. Um, and before that, it was like either ignored or once again seen as God's punishment for our sin, and especially homosexuality, but sexual promiscuity and and drugs. It's like as Soon as it becomes all these things that they already said were evil, like doing drugs and, and having sex outside of wedlock and, and things like that. It's like it was just such an easy target for them to say it was punishment for sin. Right. Yeah. Even um, Billy Graham in 1993 said, is AIDS a judgment from God? And then he like took a pause and said, I could not say for sure, but I think so. That was in 1993 he's still saying stuff like that. He Aren't some, some of those?
1: Some of those guys still saying stuff like that, though?
0: Oh, oh 100%. 100%. They're still saying stuff like that. It's Pat Robertson in 2013 said that uh, if you go to San Francisco, there's people who have AIDS in, in their rings. So they have a, a ring and then they'll shake your hand and give you AIDS. Oh, I've heard about that. Uh, such a dingus. Yeah, Jerry Falwell, though, uh, movie villain Jerry Falwell was one of the the biggest kind of outspoken people saying that it was a punishment Um, he said AIDS is the wrath of God against homosexuals to oppose. It would be like the Israelites jumping in the Red Sea to save one of Pharaoh's chariots. AIDS is not God's punishment for homosexuals. It's God's punishment for society that tolerates homosexuals. Yeah, what a gross, gross human being who (laughs) created a gross uh, human being for a son. Hey, Billy Graham did the same thing.
1: Well, it's almost like, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the Catholic Church is the weirdest part of this whole thing, because technically they gave more support for the HIV AIDS crisis all over the world and still continue to than any other religious organization. But also, they've constantly been promoting that condoms are bad. So as much as yeah, they're, yeah. Help, they're also making it so much worse, the largest um, detriments
1: and... to it, especially in uh, in like Africa and everything where they they do so much of that, where they were denying uh, condom access to impoverished nations and countries like that, where they could have really benefited from it.
0: Oh, yeah, 100 percent. Ridiculous that you're trying to help, but you're so stuck up on these hang ups. It's not even necessarily that they thought it wouldn't prevent the disease they just believe condoms are bad because it's a contraception and they don't believe in contraceptions
1: they would rather them not use contraceptions because it's bad than people dying because yeah you know, who cares yeah.
0: exactly like you're just sacrificing all these people for a, an ideal like yeah um based on probably the dumbest theology <laughs> well it wasn't
1: a, it I'll... wasn't until fairly recently that one of the popes was like okay they can use condoms in africa wasn't mm-hmm. it like i that think, think so, in the last yeah. like 10 years maybe
0: yeah like pope frank yeah i think it was yeah and even that he probably <laughs> had put conditions on but are like you can use it but we rather you didn't or something like that but,
1: that's so dumb
0: yeah and uh yeah and also they think that if people have access to condoms then it promotes the idea that sexual promiscuity is okay because there's protection for it whereas if you don't have that protection there then people will are more likely to avoid uh having sex no they're
1: more likely they're more likely to get aids and have children
0: exactly yeah Yeah,
1: like i don't i don't understand like that people are gonna do it no matter what Mm -hmm. you may as well make it safer for them so then there's less fallout from it
0: but what do we know we're just people who don't want people to die for a dumb rule.
1: Yeah, I want them to die for a good rule.
0: Exactly. Um, that being said, there are uh, a number of churches that ha- like now will like have ministries f- specifically to help with AIDS and HIV. And throughout the 90s, uh, the Lutheran Church was pretty active with it. That was my old uh, stomping grounds. But also, yeah, there's, like you said, there's still just stigma around it with a lot of Christians. I mean, even... Have you seen that clip from Walker, Texas Ranger where uh, Haley Joe Osman says he has AIDS?
1: Uh, I might've, but it's, it's been a while. What, what happens?
0: (laughs) So basically uh, Walker says I have AIDS. Like he's just so excited about it, but it was, I found like, uh, yeah, it's the storyline is, uh, Haley Joe Osman is a kid that they're helping out and then they find out he has AIDS. And, uh, I think, like, in the 90s, there was still just um, a stigma throughout society around AIDS. And a lot of the ways they would try to break that stigma is they would introduce TV characters that were, like, innocent children who also are affected by the disease because that happened all the time, too. So, it, it kind of put into perspective that, no, anybody can get this. And it's uh, just an awful, awful disease. They just really had to work like through the media in a lot of ways to just change the population's view on this thing, which is insane. It's a awful, it was an awful disease that was killing people. <laughs> and to make it somehow part of your theology to to like be okay with, with these people dying from it just is disgusting.
1: Well, there, were, I mean, there was such a stigma and such a fear. Like, I just watched uh, Philadelphia for the first time recently.
0: Oh, I love that movie.
1: Oh, man, what a sad movie that is. Yeah. Oh. And again, a lot of that is about that stigma and about people getting it. Because um, even though people who did get it, like, they, they gave him such a pass for it, too. It's like, well, you got it through new, no fault of your own.
0: Yeah, he was fired because he got it from, yeah, having sex. <laughs> like,
1: but then there was, like, yeah. a woman who got it from, like, a blood transfusion. Right. And like that. Yeah. But...
0: I mean, I, I feel like the stigma is not as prominent anymore, but... It's. still, yeah. I. Th- I think there's still a lot of people who just, especially yeah, like your Pat Robertson's and anybody probably who watches the Seven Hundred Club or, oh, are. Oh, definitely. Still, uh, yeah. yeah. So let's go into uh, COVID nineteen and some of the things that uh, people are saying about that
1: modern day baby.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Rick Wiles? Uh,
1: No, I haven't.
0: Um, he is a basically like a YouTube conspiracy preacher, but Trump loves him. So he's like this crazy guy who's basically on the fringes, and now all of a sudden, you know, he has access to the President of the United States uh, of America. That
1: doesn't seem to be um, hard for crazy people to do.
0: No, it really doesn't. But he said, uh, once again, blaming it on the Jews. Uh, uh, Yep, he blamed it on the Jews. He said the people who are going into the synagogue are coming out from the synagogue with the virus. It's spreading in Israel through the synagogues. God is spreading it in our synagogues. You are under judgment because you oppose His Son, Jesus Christ. That's why you have a plague in your synagogues. Repent and believe in the name of Jesus Christ, and the plague will stop.
1: Is he suggesting that you should go to church instead and spread it so that it will spread in the churches?
0: I think that's what he's suggesting.
1: What a which, fucking asshole.
0: Like, can he not see that it's spreading in the churches? He just, like, probably read an article about a synagogue that had it, and he's like, Oh, I knew it was the Jews.
1: See, the thing about that is this feels like somebody who knows that it, that it's not a Jewish thing. This is someone who's trying to get that attention and trying oh, to get yeah. that notoriety.
0: He also called the, um, impeachment hearings a Jew coup. Excuse me? Yeah, he, he said it was a Jew coup, that it was the Jews that, um, caused the, cause the impeachment and that, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so he's not a good guy? No. Um no. A a guy named Perry Stone suggested the spread of COVID-19 um is was a response to the legalization and the abomination of equal marriage and abortion.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. He said it was a reckoning. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. And so not just
1: crazy. a not just a natural occurrence that uh people have let get out of hand because we weren't prepared for this type of pandemic. Yeah.
0: That exactly.
1: Medical professionals knew would happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you oh. seen that um, thing with uh, Bill Gates a couple years ago talking about how a pandemic could could spread? Yep. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And then uh, actually Rick Wiles, same, same dude who doesn't like the Jews, said that um, this was just a conspiracy basically now. He's probably like moved on from the Jew thing but he said that basically it's Bill Gates and he's trying to get uh, us to all have microchip vaccines so that we can have the mark of the beast and it would bring in the end times
1: why would a microchip vaccine be a mark of the beast
0: because uh, they what is it it has our he said it has our information on it so they're collecting all our data and stuff like that it's like basically they everyone they have our data <laughs> yeah they already are <laughs> yeah we're we're set there but yeah 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 and that's it's just another thing where all these people are saying again it's judgment it's judgment and they're and then ignoring the it's, it's either judgment for god from god or it's a hoax it's yeah and they're ignoring like what the government saying to do and what cdc and health canada or whatever the world health organization are saying to do because god is bigger i don't know it's it's, I, it's I, messed up
1: i find it's also funny when they they deny that you know people are dying it's the same thing with like school shootings and stuff saying oh they're crisis actors this is all fake this is all done to push an agenda and it's like you gotta live in such a bonkers world to believe that kind of thing
0: yeah, yeah. That's that yeah, that stuff makes me so angry. A family member of mine started talking about how, well, you look at the people who are at um the different school shootings and a lot of people look the same. It, it wouldn't be surprised if some of the background people were the same people and stuff. It's like, "No, you need to stop and you need to watch different YouTube channels because uh, we're talking about people's lives and
1: they should just have their internet access removed."
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think at that point. I agree completely. Any other thoughts on pandemics?
1: Well, the one we're currently in right now is uh it it's a serious time, but I think <laughs> I think we're also in a time period where it hasn't been as bad as it could be.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I um, I really let like I really let it affect me and I really let um I guess like my depression kick in as a result of everything happening and I'm just like crawling my way out and i think i'm in a good place now because i'm just realizing just how lucky i personally have it and like the people in my family and my friends have it right now and how it could be much worse and i'm just like getting to a point of just being grateful and also you know trying to find ways to still help other people yeah it's been a it's been a weird one and it's been tough but i'm yeah i'm just like in a weirdly optimistic place right now.
1: Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's still scary and uncertain, but we, we know what it is. We know what's happening. People are working towards trying to develop a a vaccine for it. And, uh, you know, people still have food. People still have shelter. I mean, as, as terrible as it is, we're, we're still relatively okay right now. I I think. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, whether that lasts or not, I, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. But for now.
0: So for now, let's actually move into a Christian rock lyric. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse.
1: All right. Do people still listen to that in this uh, time of woe?
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's uh, a constant form of support and comfort for people yeah. just to know that their Christian rock is still still around. I'm still sure, kicking.
1: I'm yeah. sure. So who have do we you, have today?
0: We have our returning favorite. Uh, Many, many times they've been on the show. This time, though, in a different. uh, So, so it's the it's the Newsboys.
1: You love the Newsboys, Trent.
0: I love the Newsboys, except for I don't consider this the Newsboys because it's mod it's modern Newsboys. They have uh, it's a completely different band. I think they have one member from Uh, from when when I loved them as a kid. Um, This is the theme song to the movie God's Not Dead. Okay. Have you uh, heard of this movie?
1: I I think I have. I haven't seen it, but I have heard of it.
0: I haven't seen the movie. I've seen clips. Either in the movie or when they were sending it to churches to screen in their movie, they would say to do this, but basically they would tell people to text all their friends that God's not dead. So there was a couple times (laughs) where I just started getting texts (laughs) telling me that God's not dead. Uh, Yeah. So that's ridiculous. And that made me vow never to watch it even ironically. (laughs) I mean, I
1: gotta say, that's a pretty fun... Uh, viral marketing right there
0: yeah (laughs) that's uh yeah let's do that actually if everybody can just text every everyone they know to believe it or not uh, if you can just take out your phone right now and do that this is the song it's called god's not dead or in parenthesis like a lion okay oh sorry i also chose it because it's easter I right. to choose it because of pandemics. I, right, try, right, I choose right. it because it's Easter. And yeah. God's, God's not dead on Easter.
1: Did you get God. any? Uh, did you get any chocolate eggs for the pandemic?
0: No, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a bunch and bring them in because I have to work on Easter. I'm gonna bring them in for everybody at work. Oh, that's good. A, that's a nice thing I'll do. Maybe I'll. Uh, find a way to safely give them out to customers too, but Uh, I don't
1: know. That seems dangerous.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So the sun says, let love explode and bring the dead to life. A love so bold to see a revolution somehow. A love explode and bring the... Uh, it's just repeating the same thing again. Now I'm lost in your freedom in this world. All overcome. My God's not dead. He's surely alive. He's living on the inside, roaring like a lion.
1: Wasn't uh, letting your love explode what caused a lot of the AIDS epidemic?
0: That's true.
1: Uh, I'm just saying it seems contradictory to what they were saying before. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Well, that's um, okay. So it's saying let let the love in and have the lion come save you.
0: Yeah, exactly. It brings the dead to life. uh, And he's um, he's not dead.
1: If if anyone's watched Tiger King, they know that uh, loving the the, loving the lions and tigers is a bad thing because they might eat your arm off.
0: Oh, is that what happens? Oh,
1: no, I haven't seen that yet. Well, that's one thing that happens. So you you should you should probably watch it now that uh, I don't know. You have some time, right?
0: Yeah, that's true. I, I really should. I have today and tomorrow off. Maybe I'll just binge it.
1: There you go. I think it's only seven episodes.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, and Another thing too, was, oh, yeah, the whole God's not dead thing is just a response to that. Now, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But like the philosophy um, thing about God's not dead wasn't that God was once a real person or being that lived and now he died. It's about our need for religion and our need for um some sort of like higher power is dead because we have these things that we actually can study and <laughs> like we don't need to explain it away with god it's not saying that there was a real god and now he's not alive anymore <laughs> what
1: i what i find interesting about that is saying that our need for this is not dead is implying that eventually it will be
0: yeah yeah <laughs> So, I don't don't know. Not
1: yet, but it will be.
0: Yeah. All right. I don't know. So, I guess uh, what we're saying here is text everybody to listen to us. Yeah. Text Uh, text your mom.
1: Text your dad.
0: Yeah. And to stay safe, wash your hands a lot. My hands are very red from how often I wash them. I have to lubricate them.
1: You can use cooler water. You don't have to use scalding hot water, Trev.
0: Oh, that's a good point, actually. And I use I I might actually start bringing my own soap into work because I'm just using that like industrial grade hand soap, and that's not that's not helping either.
1: Get a nice so. moisturizing soap.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but uh, stay safe out there, everyone. Stay clean. Stay clean
1: and uh, uh, believe it
0: or not. Love you. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs>